Hey, hey, everybody, you're listening to Fireball Podcast with Ashley Mayfield, and this is episode 38. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back, where today I want to ask you one simple question. Are you bear hugging your dream? This is a question that I never thought that I was going to have to ask myself. Uh, but this year, as much as we know, 2020 has like turned upside down on all of us. Uh, this is a question that I actually had to ask myself quite a bit as I walked into this year. And there was a lot of things that I was processing, feeling, and trying to go through mentally and emotionally. And for those of you that might not know me or you might not know all the ins and outs of how I operate, you know, my business is a huge, huge staple piece in my life. I've worked really hard for what it is that I have. And I take very much pride um, in showing up and being able to be someone who has started at the bottom and who has been able to achieve something really, really profound. This has not only shifted the financial trajectory in which we're headed, this has not only saved our family financially, uh, we lived in a realm where we were going from job to job to job. And uh, it seemed like we were just losing money more than we were making money and that things were never going to get better. We were never going to get out of debt. We were never going to be able to have, uh, you know, a financial prosperity, whatever it is that you want to have. And this business, Business, my online business has been able to change our life financially. It's also been able to change my mindset. Four and a half years ago, before I dove into this entrepreneurial space, um, I wasn't growing myself. I wasn't really focused on my mindset. I wasn't focused on developing myself. I didn't understand that I was a person that was driven by growth. I did a lot more blaming than taking extreme ownership. And so it, my business has been able to touch my mindset. It's also been able to shift my standard in which I hold myself to. I hold myself to a higher standard now. I have expectations. Um, this business, it's, it's been everything to me. And I often present myself as saying that I'm not just, I'm not only a wife, I'm not only a mom, but I'm also a business owner. My business is a huge staple piece in my life. And if you're like me and you're a high achiever, a lot of times as high achievers, we work so hard for what it is that we want because it's fight or flight. So you either grew up in an environment where you saw that the sky was endless, the possibilities were endless, and you decide to follow suit. More often than not, though, I feel like high achievers, we come from more of a poverty-driven background. You know, I once read that generation uh, wealth tends to skip generations. And so me being able to grow up with a family who divorced parents, um, you know, we relocated, we lived in a single wide trailer, and, uh, you know, my mom did the best she could, but we had nothing, right? And so being able to grow up in that environment Growing up in an environment where we only really got to go shopping once a year or it was all just put on credit cards um, and we'd pay it off later if we ever paid it off at all. I wanted to make sure that I fought really, really hard. So I'm asking you, are you bear hugging your dream? Because this year, as we approached and came into 2020, I realized that I was bear hugging my dream. I've worked really hard for everything that it is that I have. I have, by the grace of God, right? It's not just me. I understand that I've been put in a position, um, but I've done the work. I've put legs to my prayers and we've done something really cool that maybe most people haven't had the opportunity yet or most people haven't created the opportunity to be able to do that. And so I submit that to you very humbly. I don't, you know, say that from a place of, uh, you know, higher than thou. But what's interesting about it, as you get to that place where you have done something super, super cool, there can be a shift 
shift in your mind. There can be a shift in your mind where on the climb up to, you know, where we're at right now, it was very uh, plain offense. We're willing to do whatever it takes. You're willing to sacrifice. You're willing to go above and beyond. It feels good. Yes, you have failures. Yes, you're crying your eyes out. Yes, you don't really know how it's happening, but it's happening and you're excited about it. And you're asking for the next level for every, every mile marker you hit or every corner you're turn, you're asking God, what's next? What's next? What's next? I'm your servant. Use me. All of these things, right? Because as you are building a business or as you're chasing your aspirations, as you're marching towards the dream, uh, you want to be used. You want to make an impact. You want to make a difference in people's lives. And so as a high achiever, that growth and that desire is on the inside of me. And somewhere along the way last year, I don't know when it happened. I can't really put my finger on it. But somewhere along the way, I went from playing offense to playing defense. I started second guessing. I started saying, well, what if I lose it? What if I lose it all? What if I go back? to being poor? What if I go back to when me and Jason had nothing? What if we go back to maxing out credit cards and taking out car loans? What if we go back and we have to leave this entrepreneurial space and we have to go back to a nine to five? And it started freaking me out. And unintentionally, right, almost subconsciously, I started bear hugging what it was that I had. And, you know, if you're watching me by way of video, when you bear hug, like that's what a bear hug is. A bear hug is when you grip something so tight, when you just like sink your paws into it, you sink your teeth into it and you're not willing to let go. You're just bear hugging. And I found myself showing up in this bear hug manner with my business. I found myself not only second guessing myself, but uh, I found myself coming off and feeling trapped feeling like I couldn't breathe again. I started losing vision. I started, uh, and obviously not physical vision, but like figurative vision, right? I started losing what it was that I wanted. And I got to this mental space where I was doing everything I could to maintain what it was that I had, the level of life, the standards I set, the mindset I had developed. I almost had this scarcity mindset that came over me where it was just, what if it all goes away? What if you lose it all? Now, and I know that I'm not alone when I feel that. I've heard other uh, leadership gurus and people that I respect and mentors of mine said that's a very real fear. In fact, some days that's the only thing that gets them out of bed is they have this like deep desire, like what if it all goes away because their past is so real. It's so real, the life that they ran from. It's so real, the prayers that they prayed for everything they have today, right? So I know that I'm not alone, but I'm asking you if you are walking through this too because it's a real thing I had to walk through this year. I found myself bear hugging ideas, bear hugging uh, the, the economic status that we were living at. And I was doing everything to stay exactly where I was. And the problem is, my friend, if you're not growing, you're dying. We get to this point of success and we get to this point of uh, financial freedom and we get to this point of lifestyle where we can almost grip into it. And, it, you know, everybody hits different. Maybe for you, it's uh, making a couple hundred dollars extra, a couple thousand dollars, five figures. I, I don't know what that is for you. But we get to this point where we just want to stay right where we're at because we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to take the risks that we used to take. And the risks are what got us here. 
right? It was all the overachieving. It was all the risks. It was all the massive vision. It was all the late last minute sloppy, um, you know, burning at all cylinders, uh, failure after failure, all of that, that beautiful concoction is what got me to where I am. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you don't realize when it happened, but you realize like, don't rock the boat. If someone sneezes the wrong way, it's going to all go away. And so um, I started feeling exhausted this year. I started feeling really overwhelmed. I've been, um, I didn't turn on in my business immediately when I became an entrepreneur, but about month eight, I, I hit a stride. God shifted some things on the inside of me and it literally changed so much. Um, uh, and where I was thinking and where I was going, it was just like this veil came off my face and I just started running and going crazy. And so, you know, this year, it's been like over three years. When I came into this year, it was three years that I had been running and I started feeling the weight of that. I started feeling the exhaustion. I started feeling overwhelmed. I started just feeling like I had to have control over everything. And I had realized that somewhere along the way, I'd unintentionally started bear hugging. And what's so interesting about it is God never asked me to bear hug. God, God doesn't have that for me. He has something so much more for me. He wants something so much more for me. He wants something so much more for you. And if you find yourself where you're in a position where you're bear hugging, um, I just kind of want to walk you through something that's really been effective for me this year because I've had to realize that I have had to reach a level of trust in my relationship with Jesus that sort of made me uncomfortable. I had to get to a point of surrender. And I want to talk to you about surrendering today and uh, just encourage you to do it. I think it's so important that we are not just people who, you know, if you are a believer, that you're not just someone that spends time in worship. You're not someone that just spends uh, time reading the word, reading the Bible, but you are someone that spends time in prayer and surrendering, releasing back all the things that God has given you and giving it back and showing up back to him. And really interesting, I read a book uh, not too long ago called The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkinson, and a super profound book. You know, I've read a couple of his other books that he has uh, put out there, and the book is really interesting. It shares of uh, a guy named Ordinary, and he was leaving this ordinary life, and it was all about his journey on becoming extraordinary, becoming everything that God had for him. And the book's called The Dream Giver, and there's a specific chapter in there where it talks about surrendering. And uh, basically, God, uh, the dream giver, who is God, gives him this dream, and he's in a position where he has to give it back to God. He has to surrender it back to God. And, you know, like I said, I reached a point this year where I got the things that I wanted. I got all my hard work had paid off. All of my prayers had paid off. All the growth and the development, I saw it come to fruition. And as I came into this year, I started getting paralyzed. I started getting fearful. What if I lose it? What if it goes away? What if I wake up and it's all a dream? And I found myself having to embrace uh, just a season of surrender. It was not easy. It was very difficult. I think as high achievers, we like to take control of everything, right? When you come from a broken background, when you come from a background where you didn't really have a lot, where everything you have, it's because you have had to work hard. You have had to stretch yourself. You have had to sacrifice that when you get it, there there really is this sense of pride. I love being a high achiever. I love being someone that's driven and mission-minded and goal-oriented. And I love not just lighting a fire under my own butt, but I love lighting a fire under your guys' butt. And so it's hard. 
when you're used to a level of control, when you're used to a level of being in charge, when you're used to a level of understanding the ins and outs, really you get comfortable, right? Isn't that what we do? We reach a certain level and we get super comfortable and we know everything like the back of our hand, whether it's processes, procedures, systems, um, just organizational stuff. You know, we get to the point where we know everything like the back of our hand and then we're called to surrender and we're called to sacrifice and our desires and the outcome. It's almost questioned. It's almost put in check. Are you really doing this for God's glory? Are you really doing this, Ashley, to make an impact? Are you really doing this or has it become about the money? Has it become about the status? Has it become about the influence? Now, none of those things are bad. You are never going to hear me say money is bad. You are never going to hear me say title, status, power. And if you're driven by those things, the materialistic things of the world, I firmly believe I stand here and I mean, you can fight me on it, okay? But I do not believe that those things are wrong. Um, But what I will say is you do have to check the intent of the heart. And I think that I had to get to a point where I loved the dream giver, just like in the book, just like ordinary. And I challenge you, if you don't have the book, that you need to go read this book. It was very, very eye-opening that you have to want the dream giver more than you want the dream. And so uh, once I read that, I got to a point where I started intentionally spending time with Jesus every single day. I started intentionally silencing my thoughts. I started intentionally uh, surrendering and sacrificing it back to the Lord. And it might sound crazy because you're like, isn't your husband ordained? Like, shouldn't you be spending time with Jesus every day? Like, aren't you a Christian? Well, you know, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I wasn't, you know, and I wasn't consistent in it. And when I was, it's really easy to walk into a prayer life and just not know how to show up, not know what to do, um, not know what to say. And if you find that you're in that position, I challenge you to read the Psalms. You know, King David uh, went before the Lord and he was so transparent. He said the most radical asinine things. And it just made you, like when you read through the Psalms, you almost feel comfortable going to the Lord and being angry and yelling and mad and furious um, and all of those things. And I just believe surrendering to Jesus and going to him and all of those things are acceptable. But I found myself this year spending uh, quite a few months every day surrendering. And it was so hard. And I know it probably sounds so ridiculous, but it was one of the hardest things I had to do this year because I had to genuinely get to a place where I had to teach myself how to silence myself because as a high achiever, it seemed like a giant waste of time. As a high achiever, I'm calculating what could, how could I be more efficient during this time? What are the things I could have been doing? I could have been making money. I could have been making an impact. I could have, could have, could have, could have. But what I realized is I don't want to be in a place where I'm bear hugging my dream. I don't want to be in a place where I'm I'm standing in my own way, where I'm choking myself out, where I'm holding myself back from advancement because I'm so busy bear hugging. Because my friend, when you do this, when you are, you know, bear hugging and you're gripping it so tight, God has not called you to live like this. He's called you to live like this. And when you release and you let the income and the success and the mindset and the influence and the desires and the aspirations, and when you let that go and you surrender and you release... Whew. Number one, I think it just takes off so much pressure. We put on so much pressure on our on ourselves. We, we self-induce. It's self-induced pressure, right? Uh, we're women. We're wives. We're moms. We try to juggle. We're everybody's teacher, everybody's nurse, everybody's caregiver. We're all the things. We're the chauffeur and the chef and the cleaner and ugh, everything in between, right? And we put all this pressure on ourselves to 
make sure that our families are taken care of and to make sure that we're achieving and doing all these things because raw women, women rule the world and all, you know, all this stuff. And I think being able to surrender and realize that it's not my strength that I have to lean on, that it's his, that it's not by my might, but that it's by his, that it's not my ways, that it's not my thoughts, that I'm able to surrender and trust the process and not just the process, but my process that he has more for me than I really even know. Um, so it, it honestly just lifted this burden off my shoulders and it felt so good to finally not have to put on this, this, I don't want to say a mask. Cause it's not like I've been, you know, uh, I've been who I am, but I haven't had to perform. I haven't had to perform. I haven't had to do something for someone else. He came and just said, it's about me. Do you want what's in your hands more than you want me? And I was able to surrender and I immediately just felt this pressure. I also felt clarity. I also felt clarity to know that I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't have to always know what the next step is. I just have to listen to his voice and keep trusting it. And at the end of the day, I think it just made me realize that he, if I want to trust that he's going to take me to a higher level, I have to make sure I'm playing on his turf. I get to relinquish control. I get to not have all the answers. I get to let him work in my life. And I know the things that I was bear hugging this year, that that's not all God has for me. I wasn't satisfied at that level anyways. I'm not satisfied at this level. And so if I genuinely want to be able to walk into the next stratosphere of development, of impact, of finances, if I want to achieve all these aspirations that I have right now, I have to leave the level that I'm on. And so my friend, I don't know if there's something in your life that you're bear hugging right now. I don't know if you can relate with my story. I don't know if you're a business owner or not, but I want to challenge you to find ways that you can surrender. For me, um, I do have a massage chair. I know I digress. That sounds so bougie, but, uh, you know, when I, I, I reached a level and I was like, Hey, massage chairs are only $600 on Amazon. Sign me up. Okay. And so, <laughs> It is so awesome. I love having it. And so I was super intentional to set a timer, 15 minute massage every single day. Give myself a little self-care and self-love, my friend, okay? But set a timer and I'd put on this almost like meditation music. And I think that uh, we all like cringe when we hear the word meditate, like calm down. It is in your Bible, okay? But put on this music that can really just calm my thoughts because silencing my thoughts was the hardest thing, right? And I dare to say for you, it's the same way. So I had to be intentional with how I showed up and those practical things, those tactical things that I had to do. Um, but then I just kind of like surrendered. And what was so crazy is this image, and this is going to sound really ridiculous, but I, you know, if you're a visual person like me, sometimes you have to have this vi like visual representation. You have to close your eyes. You almost have to visualize this. And every day that I showed up, I almost visualized that I was wearing all black. I was wearing all black and I would just strip of that. Now, follow suit. Okay. I'm not trying to like make any sexual references here, but I would almost like strip of the black attire that I was wearing. And it's so, so true, cheesy as it sounds. Y'all remember like back in the day when like my grandma still has one or used to have one uh, in her old house, but like the old clothes hangers outside. Some of you young people might not even know what I'm talking about, but I had like the pole and I had the, like the line you go hang your clothes on with clothes pins outside. I know like Gen Z is like, what are clothes pins for? I thought that's where I hung pictures. 
years. Well, that idea came from uh, like, you know, our, our my grandmother hanging clothes up outside, okay? And so um, there was almost this uh, clothesline, this uh, clothes hanger line that, you know, connected me to heaven. And as I would like strip off and strip myself of all the responsibilities and all the pressure and all the bear hugging, and I would surrender it to God. I would surrender my dream to the dream giver. And I would put it on the, you know, I'd, I'd hang my shirt up and clip it and I'd start moving it and it would like go up to heaven. Okay. And then my pants and my socks and da, 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 and all the stuff. And I would put it on the line. And as I was surrendering it and I'd spend the first few moments just in that massage chair, just surrendering and releasing and God, I trust you. I trust you. And I don't know better than you. And I don't know how to make this, um, advance more. I I do not have the capacity to, uh, you know, achieve my dreams, but through you, I do through, through surrendering, I do. And as I would give him all the yuck and the dark and all this stuff, you know, the sin and all that stuff on the clothesline back to me would be these nice white clothes. And that might sound super cheesy, but that's the image that I had in my head. And so you can steal it, borrow it, make it your own. I really don't care what you do, but you know, I want to challenge you to get to this place where you can show up and you can surrender. And for you, it might not be a business. For you, it might be something that's just dominating your life, something that is really stressing you out. Maybe it's a fear you have or a doubt you have, right? And you're just like bear hugging and gripping onto this and it's actually crippling you. And that's what we don't realize is when we start bear hugging things, when we start taking control of things, when we stop, uh, you know, chasing the dream giver and we keep chasing the dream instead and we make the dream bigger than the dream giver, um, that's just when it hurts us. It starts to cripple us more than it helps. So I want to challenge you. What is that thing in your life that you're bear hugging? What is that thing that it's not a bad thing? It might, it might not be bad. My business is a great thing, right? My dreams and my aspirations are a big thing and they're a good thing and they're not wrong in any single way. But I was wondering why I was getting exhausted. I was wondering why I was getting paralyzed with fear and my mindset started going backwards and it's because I was doing this. And so what area of your life do you need to start surrendering? What area of your life do you need to be intentional every single day and give it back to the dream giver? And when you read that book, The Dream Giver, what you realize is once ordinary surrendered it to God, God gave it back to ordinary. He's not a mean God. He's not here to take things from you. He wants to prosper you. He wants to bless you. He wants you to live in total freedom, more than you can even imagine. But what are you prioritizing? The dream? or the dream giver. That's all I've got for you today, my friends. Until next time, goodbye.